Welcome back to another episode of Man Over Music or Music Over Man with your lovely host, Maisha and Jakar. Yay! You know, we and we back. And we're back. In a whole, well, not a whole new location, <laughs> but. We're know, back in the original location. Like the well, point. We're the back original, home. Yeah. We're back home. Home away from home. No, we're back home. We're back home? Back home. Okay. Yeah. This this is the original birthplace, so it's home. Oh, yes, it was. You know, so. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be back, uh, you know? It feels great. Um, 
I miss it a lot. You know, I miss it. It's it's great. I feel like uh, you know when I, I flight landed here, uh-huh. I, I should have heard like the Kanye Homecoming sound. As soon as we stepped <laughs> off the plane, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it should have been. Like dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, it should have been just blasting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I was just happy. I just, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great thing. You know, it's a little, uh, little different uh, audio ex- experience for you know everybody out there. So if you are tuning in live with us right now and you visually watching it, you know this ain't the usual set. This ain't the usual location. We coming mm-hmm. to you live mm-hmm. from a hill. Yeah. Somewhere in California. Hey, I like the way you did that. Yeah. From a canyon somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Up in the hills. Yeah, up in the hills somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's that's cool, you know. <clears throat> I feel like um, this time back in L.A. has been pretty smooth, pretty swift, you know, great trip overall. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing I realized, though, doing this is, that you really got to be out here for maybe two weeks to get a, a true experience of what's going on. You know what? I I think that, too, um, because, like, what were we talking about? We were talking about, like, touristy things. Like, you may want to take time to do touristy things, but then you want to do more. And I feel like two weeks will give you that enough, enough time. Because you'll be able to go to different areas. And do it at your own and and do it at your pace. Own. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you'll be able to go to the beach. You'll be able to drive to Las Vegas and see what that's like. You'll be able to drive to Mexico if you want to drive to Mexico and come back. You you know, just different things. But yeah. it's always, you know, um, hard to fit everything in such a limited time. Whether it be two weeks or two days. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. It's, man, I just feel like in L.A., you kind of got to be, like, you got to be on the go. Yeah. If you ain't trying to be on the go, this ain't the place for you. Don't come visit here. Yeah, you know, but, you know, not necessarily that. If you're not trying to be on the go, this is the place. If you find your right Airbnb that fits your needs and you feeling like you want, you like, not at a resort, but at a restful place away from home with a view and a pool, it'll work too. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. I guess I'm just like the more of the active person when uh, when I like when I go out of town. Like I, I don't go out of town and just lay up in somebody else's house. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I I want to go get a feel for the city. I don't really care about this crib. The crib, cool. Don't don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The place the place you stay should be at least peaceful for you. Yeah, you know. But besides that, it's just like all right. What's you know? What's the city known for? What's some activities to do in the, in the city? You know, what's some culture? Because mm. that's what you know. That's why I really go out of town for the experience of the people culture. You know, I. Living in Chicago so long, you know, it's just like I know it's more out there in the world, and I ain't just trying to be content with going to a place but not really experiencing the place. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know. For me, it's just like, yes, I like to lay in the house and chill, although I can lay in my own house, but you and somebody else's. Um, so I don't mind chilling. I don't mind going out and exploring, you know. Um, I don't mind doing both. But my thing is, it's just like with on vacation, it's kind of hard to find that that medium in between ripping and running and chilling, you know. Because when you go on vacation, you don't want to feel like you working. You kind of want to come back rejuvenated in a way. See, I think um, I think most people get the rejuvenation from just having that experience. Okay. Because, like, think about it like this. When we went on the cruise, right? Mm-hmm. That was a vacation. But we were still ripping and running. Yeah. But when we came back, it was relaxed. Yeah. So. But you know what? I feel like there was a balance in between ripping and running and relaxation on the cruise. Mm. Because, like, we wasn't, like, up all night and, you know, we still took time for us. Yeah, but also, too, it's just, like, the only way to be up all night on on a cruise for real like that, <laughs> you got to be in the casino. Yeah, you got to be out and about. Because no, yeah. once you get in that room, that's it. Yeah, You're going to go to sleep. Even after that club experience, uh-huh. everything was shut down, you know, after that besides the casino. Mm. So it's just, like, not, you know, it's nothing else to do. You couldn't get no food, you know. You couldn't get no drinks. <laughs> you right. The only thing that was open was the casino. You right. You right. So, I mean, the vacation is whatever you make it. You know, it's whatever floats your boat. But enjoy it for, for everything it, that it is. Yeah, if you think about it like this, like, yeah, you will want to get all the rest that you possibly can. But then, if you came back and, you know, came back home, you would be like, well, what did I really do besides spend the majority of my time resting? Right. Did, so. you, did you take advantage of it? Yeah. Fully take advantage of it? Yeah, just created a little memories, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, shout out to the um, the Filipino buffet we went to yesterday. I know. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was different. The pasta was good. The chicken was good. Yeah. You know, so. The dessert was uh, different, but I did like it. Yeah, hey, I, one of them would, more than another. I would take the sweet corn, the sweet sticky corn yeah, cornbread. Sticky corn oh bread. man, that was good. And that other uh, dish, I would make that would just be one dish, mm-hmm. one dessert dish for me. Mm. It had a, like when you put that with it, it meets all needs. Okay, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, let's you know, let's What's talk. Up? Let's talk about a few things. You know. Okay. We uh, we've been here since uh, really I'm gonna say Thursday. Um, okay. We had plans. Well, you know, coming out here, it was just like, all right, we got to get Jack in the Box, and we didn't. We on our last <laughs> day, and we ain't got no Jack in the Box. We didn't get Jack in the Box. We, we did went, not we get went straight Jack to in the Box. 
went straight to Chick-fil-A. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But um But we've been on them them Chick-fil-A uh caramel crumble uh milkshake. So next level. That's man. why uh we didn't get Jack in the Box. That's definitely why. I wouldn't even trust the shake from Jack in the Box. But uh I I do I rock with them though. Shout out to Jack in the Box, y'all. Y'all do y'all thing. Um <clears throat> but Man, it's it is kind of like amazing to see how things have changed in the matter of uh, the two years that we haven't lived here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Grove for to go on a Thursday and it was it was some people out. Let me say this: I I expected it to be just a little bit more. You know, I want I guess I was anticipating like a little bit more of a crowded feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of it was a little airy. You know what I'm saying? I. I felt like uh, we had some space when we was walking through. I would say it was a decent amount of people. I think it was more people in the farmer's market than, um, no, I can't even say that. It was a decent amount of people, in my opinion. Yeah, but you know what? I'm so used to it being like. Well, you got to like, you kind of yeah, not you gotta people, fight but through. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you know, shout out to Omar, the, uh, the security at, um, the pattern. The pattern. You know, he was a cool dude. Shout out to the waitresses. We met yesterday um, mm-hmm. at, uh, what was it? Oh, Ace's, Ace Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, shout out to them. Um, you know, I'm a pull What about in. the young lady from the shop you went to? Oh, yeah, I was I was going to get that. Oh. I was, gonna, I, was, I was working my way. Okay, work your way around but, town. But, uh. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm glad you, because now I can just hit hit uh, the conversation point later. Okay. I was going to give you a pre, pre-warning of something that spontaneous so I oh, thought about. Oh, pre-warning. Yeah, Thanks. but it's all good. Thanks. Too late now. Um, <laughs> shout out to the young lady we met at the uh, <clears throat> the smoke shop out here. You know, really, really uh, intelligent girl, young lady. Now, um, yeah, we ain't going to call her a girl. Young lady, um. Definitely a great conversation, you know. It's, that's why it's good to just talk to people, you know, because you never know who you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. You never know what life experiences other people be going through or dealing with. Um, in the end, you never know how the conversation between the two of you can you can inspire somebody. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely dope. It was a, a great great convo, you know. And she put and she put me on on some music. So you know, on my what's a you know what you need to hear this week is uh Thug Life by Shorty Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, go listen. To, go listen to Shorty Shorty, and then also too, you know, what why what you need to hear is uh the Doja Cat album, Scarlet. Mm. Mm. It's a good. It's a good album. Okay. But um, yeah, that's you know that's. I love Doja Cat. I know you know. People are judging her and stuff, but it is what it is. Gee, that's what I'm saying. Like, if people was really to listen to that album. She got a song where she was talking about how she believed in God. It's uh, people don't understand mark, marketing tactics. Outrage marketing is just the new wave. You know, it's whatever's gonna get you up in arms to make you even care about the person. Mm-hmm. It works. It's people that didn't know who she was, but. When all that stuff was going on, they was talking about it so much. Engagement. Yeah. Who is she? Mm-hmm. Why is everybody upset? Right. Let me go listen to her music. Let me see why she got people upset. Big dummies. <laughs> Bingo. 
But um, yeah, that's that's what I got in, in music for the what you need to hear. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, and and my bad, my bad. Last thing, Rick Ross and Meek Mill dropped the record. Man, that was the that was the worst collab I ever heard them two make together. That was <laughs> that was my least favorite. That was new. Yeah, that was new. Oh, I thought that, that was, was so new. Old, nah, mm. that was new. That was I new don't old. I remember that song, but mm-mm. I think they called it Kobe. But hey, Rick Ross snapped on the he snapped on his verse. Okay. But uh, that overall as like a song, overall the song was trash, man. Uh, just like that Glorilla and Five Year Four song. That's a that's a new single too. That's that's trash, G. That's what you don't need to listen that's, to. That's what I don't need to hear again. <laughs> Ever. Don't put that on around me. That's a that's an instant. Like let's turn the volume down. Matter of fact, we need like ten planes going while that. <laughs> while that song. While that song playing? is on. That ain't right, Jakar. Ten of them things. Uh, but let you know. Let's get into some topics. Want to get into some topics? Let's man. get into some topics, man. Let's see. All right. Is unconditional. Wait, what do you want to start with? No, hey, no. Let's let's start with that one though, okay. because okay. that was a that was a hitter. All right. The thing is, is unconditional love only love meant for your children? What you think? Because you you showed me the video first. But I know you've seen it first. Okay. I understand it because they come from you. But um, I think when you think of unconditional love, you think about being in love. In love versus just loving. Um, You can have unconditional love for people, whether it's just loving. But as far as with children, that's not the only unconditional love you can have. I feel like you should be able to have unconditional love for the person who who helped you create those children. Because you wouldn't have those particular children without the person that created it, would you? Mm. Right. So you think somebody should have unconditional love for somebody they had a one-night stand with? Not in those terms. That's kind of extreme. What I mean is just like when you're, you're building and getting to know somebody and you're learning to love somebody. Oh, okay. I just was trying. I don't think you're learning to love somebody conditionally. I mean, I agree with you, but... Um, I, I understand, not to cut you off, hmm. marriage is a contract, but you love, you love that person. Now, hopefully... You love that person before you even got married, but married to them. Yeah, I was just going to uh, backtrack into the story of what um, what the video actually pertained. And I don't know, was the lady on a podcast or something? Oh, it was, the um, what's her name? Ayana. Oh, yeah, Ayana yeah, yeah. Ayana from yeah. Love is Blind. Yeah, Shorty from TV Love is show. Blind. Yeah. yeah. She was talking about how love is a... Uh, when you marry this conditional, you should only have a, well, you only got unconditional uh, love for your kids. Mm-hmm. And see, she, she talking from a, a place of hurt and bitterness. I wouldn't even take advice from somebody who was like that. And first of all, I don't even know if I would take advice from somebody who went and, and 
got married from a TV show mm. for a fact. Mm. Like, like you was desperate for love to me. I feel like in order to, in order for you to get unconditional love, it's gonna come from an unconventional place. Mm, unconventional, huh? Yeah, like you can't force it. You can't force it to happen. It's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like seeing her character on the show, it was just like. Who would want to stay married to you? I'm going to give you some conditional love because I can't do nothing. You want me to be up and around you all 24-7? Like, I got to protect all your insecurities 24-7. And I got to jump when you think, you know, when you when you say jump. No, ain't nobody going to deal with that. Like, I'm giving you conditional love just based off of how you acting. Mm. You know, it's... But I think, you know, it's okay to do those things for the person that you love. But I guess... Um, having to do it on a consistent basis, that's when it get toxic, huh? Yeah, well, it's not that it's doing it on a consistent basis, but you got to... She ain't let uh, homeboy have his own identity. She mm-hmm. wanted him to just shut off his whole, his his life mm. because she came into the picture, and that's not... That's toxic in itself. Mm. Like, you think I'm just going to shut down my whole program because now you... You know, no, let me modify it. Let me, you know, because you're not really shutting down your whole program. You didn't came with your program and just said this is what you want it to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's do some, some mediating and some some modifying and make a, a perfect blend for the both of us. Right, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, her love going to be conditional. I think you can, have, you can have unconditional love for whoever you want, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't think. When you start putting terms to love, then it ain't love. It's, it's a life. You said it's what? It's a life. Uh. I I like you for this point in time period because you can do this for me. Mm. Unconditional is what it means. It's no conditions. It's no abbreviations. It's no, you know, no bothering. Mm. So do you think love can just be turned off? No, but I, I feel like people can uh, ruin a person from loving them. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I do think that's possible. I don't think you can turn love off. I think in, in a particular place, you can always still have love some, for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you wouldn't experience a certain thing if it wasn't for this person. Not to say that you, like, are madly in love with the person, but it's like we, we shared a moment. I, I, maybe I enjoyed it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But Or maybe I didn't enjoy it, but I love the experience because it taught me something. Right. You know. These people be wilding, man. <laughs> I, like, that. she just definitely should have been the last person in my book, personally to talk about how love should, like, you only should have unconditional love for a child. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of. Yeah, and you ain't got no kids, man. You might, your kid, your kid might turn turn up and be a, a damn serial killer. You supposed to have unconditional love for that nigga? Yes. Like, man. Yes, you are. Right. You supposed to love your kids. Man, that look. Everybody deserves love. If my no child, if my child ever came out like Charles Manson, I'm telling you, it's a conditional love right oh, there. No, I'm, 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 I'm still gonna love my son. 
Nah, it won't be unconditional. Yeah, I'm still gonna love him. It will not be. It will not be unconditional. I'm gonna love him. I'm, a, I'm, a I'm t- not saying I'm accepting the actions that they choose to carry out, but I'm gonna love my kid. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. Here go my conditions to the love, like, like, oh, dad, can you come see? Can you come visit me? You know, this this week. Like, nigga, I'm not coming to visit you when you in prison. That's not a conditional, like, love type thing. I don't consider that conditional. I don't. All right, well, we got to ask Ayanna what she defined as conditional love. Because she... I really do. I would have a conversation with her, though. Yeah. I would. Because I want to pick her brain. Because, honestly, I think it's fried. Whoa, that's extreme. It's, it's kind of fried. Jeez. Yeah. It's kind of fried. I, you know, I don't know. But. Well, you know, people, you develop your own way of thought through how you grow up, through how your interactions, you know, how you perceive your interactions with people. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Hey, but it is, you know, it is reality TV, man. So, you know, who who's to say it's all authentic? Or what? what's the authenticity level to it? That's true. You know, so stay woke, my friends. Don't sure. buy, don't invest your time too much into this stuff. All right, let's see. I think every time I go out of uh, live, right, mm-hmm. it uh, turn off. It, it not turns off, but it's muted. So I'm gonna go and check the questions, and I'm gonna come back. Oh, we got so, questions. Not questions. Oh, okay. But I'm let's sorry. see. Let's see what's like the topic. Oh, okay. That's I thought I gotta go back and go back in. Um, my next thing is, is it wrong to go without celebrations or gift for your kids to build or invest in a better life? But I'm going to switch back to here and I'm going to repeat it. The thing is, the question is, is it wrong to not like celebrate birthdays, holidays, just in gifts or whatnot? to build toward a better future. Like, keep those things away from your kids. No birthdays. Uh. And I, hold on, I asked this because there was this video where this guy was just like, you know, his kids are happy with the life that they live in now because they sacrificed early on. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Like, is not uh, that I'm lost, but this was something that he just purposely did or yeah i guess he purposely did it and his kids um i guess they have a better life i guess and they happy for the circumstances that they're living in now versus then Hmm. i mean i don't really think let's go back to that unconditional love thing i don't think gifts really dictate how much you love a child yeah you know what i'm saying like so i can see that Mm -hmm. you know i can see why you wouldn't want to give a child a gift because it starts setting up that uh, that false sense of reality of uh, if I do something good, I should always expect something in return. Cool, yeah, I understand that too. Um, you know, I'm not a, a a big gift person anyway. I don't mind gifts. I don't mind necessarily giving gifts, but I'd rather not receive gifts. But I like him, you know. 
give me something I like, I like it. But I don't want that to be a, um, something that somebody feel like they have to do. I feel like celebrating these holidays, Christmas, and I, you know, Halloween and Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. I feel like it's all like a what is it? Like a consumer. Uh, oh, consumerism. It's consumerism, but like it's how these companies get you. Yeah. I think if you're gonna celebrate something. You should be able to celebrate it without spending the most amount of money for this and that. Now, if it's something of quality of, or of value that you want to get and it'll last you, whether in, in your memories or last you in a tangible way long term from now, okay, cool, but I guess I wouldn't be frivolous with it. Mm. I, you know, so... I feel like it's more to life than gifts nah. in those particular celebrations. I feel you, but uh, for Christmas, I still need a gift. Gee, every year for Christmas, I uh, I would get a new, I would get the new newest two K. This guy, you so still need just, a gift. I mean, not now, but I'm just saying, my like my gift would be, hey, I I need the new two K. Okay. Yeah, you know that's that's what it was. I I wanted. I had to have that, that new one, you know, any time it released. Well, you know, I, it was the, uh, I would say it was a, like a great thing of uh, my, my pastime. Okay. But uh, once you realize, like, you get to a certain point, it just kind of be like, oh, they, they remade the same game. You know, it's just minor tweaks. I don't know. For me, I don't, I'm not saying I never had a request for um Christmas present, but I don't really remember. Like, oh, I want, please, I want this for Christmas. If I can only, it, you know, I never had that attitude toward Christmas, never. And um, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, but I'm not saying I never had Christmas presents under the Christmas tree or I received presents for Christmas. That's not what I'm saying. But um, the importance of it. Oh yeah, the importance of it. I mean, it ain't really no. It, I, honestly, you know it, what? I think gifts like fill in, like the occupation. It fills in entertainment, like it's supposed yeah. to entertain your mind. But yeah. how long are you gonna let this gift entertain your mind? It depends. You get what I'm saying? It depends. It depends on what the gift the gift is, because like I said. I, I needed the two new 2K, and it occupied my mind from the day I got it all the way till up until the time it was time for the new one. Oh, my God. I understand that, That's but a, I guess the gifts are way of mind control. Not mind control. Wow. But, but um, it's to consume you. Yeah. I, yes. It's, it's only so people can make money. Yeah, it's to it's consume just, you. It's the same reason why they said... Um, like jewelry companies, like for example, the K commercial, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah, always the show, yeah, they the always kids, show the a ring, uh-huh. a person getting proposed to, and then they a kiss. Mm-hmm. It's really to just show, hey, this is this gift means some value. Here you go, enjoy it. 
but it, it fills up a time void of actually getting somebody time. But does it really though? A gift? Like you said it fills your time for joy? No, I said it fills up the time void. Yes, the time void. The time void. Now I'm thinking about the kiss uh, advertisement. I mean, the way you're describing it. Like, why would somebody get it? Because they get them proposed to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no. That's all I was saying. It's just like, it's all it's all a strategic thing of being a capitalist, man. Capitalism wins. This is not a country of democracy. It's capitalism. Yeah. Money makes the world go round. But you know what? I, I guess I'm the gift that I'm trying to sell. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> uh, so, so that's that. Would you like to talk about uh, Tupac? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about two peasy. All right. So we're gonna. What you say? We're gonna talk about two peasy. Two peasy. Okay. Let's talk about two peasy. Shout out to Tupac, man. Rest in peace. Tupac. I think it's funny that it's spelled uh, the number Number two, two, and then P A C and T U P A C. Right. But you know it's the same person. Right. That was that was smart for him to do it like that, where yeah. he separated his uh, stage name and his government name, but it was still the same. So his real name is Tupac? Yes, Tupac Shakur. It's T-U-P-A-C. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Great great job by Pac. Yeah. Um, great job by his mom. Yeah, for his sure. His parents. Um, but on on a good good note, lighter note, you know, it's been 27 years. The one of the actual members that was a part of the murdering of Tupac Shakur has been arrested. Finally, you know, um, you know, to uh, Keefe D, mm-hmm. he's been doing interviews for years. Like he been I, he been talking for years. Wow. For years, like, and you know, it's crazy that it's just not catching up on him because I want to say in like 2015, 2016, I, they was interviewing, uh, they was doing interviews with the police officers mm. in Vegas or in Compton. And they was talking about how they was talking to Keefe D and how he, uh, he actually did a, um, a statement mm. where he talked the truth about what happened that night. But, uh, it was to get him out of a, a different, like, case, you know. So if he gave up some information, <sighs> excuse me, he wouldn't uh, have to be charged with this this murder. Hmm. But it backfired on him. Dang, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. It might not be looking good for Brother Love. He did drop that album. I, you know, it's just speculations. Word, you know, words around the town. Wow. And, uh, they, they, you know, they come, they gonna be coming for Diddy. You know, this it's, whole situation with uh, Tupac, it reminds me of the show Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Like, how they be working on cases for for years, you know. You know, Tupac and the situation always made me think, like, Dag, mm, 
it's not gonna ever be solved. They might as well just drop it, you mm-hmm. know. Just drop it, you know. It's done. Whatever's done is done. But the thing is, to, is to not let go. Because yeah. you might get somewhere someday. The closure might happen. It just might not be at the time you want it to be. Right. And you know, that's my connection to unsolved mysteries. Mm. Because sometimes they don't find the killer after fifty years, even if it's if the killer is dead, like you know, after. So. Um, it's just interesting. I wonder if Unsolved Mysteries, like, uh, did a segment on this because they did have an Unsolved, the hip hop, uh, I want to say they called it like the hip hop uh, murder series or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that would be interesting if those, the same creators or the same producers had something to do with that. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to do some research on that. That was interesting though, to think about it because I forgot that one of the documentaries was called Unsolved. Yeah, but um, you know, speaking on speaking on that, <clears throat> I think I've came came to the conclusion that Tupac Resurrection might be my favorite uh, Tupac uh, movie. Uh, oh, okay. Well, what I mean by that though, no, not the album. That Tupac record, oh hell no. <laughs> um, not like that. It was just uh, the greatest hits. Okay. With some added on new stuff, and that was booty. Um, booty, booty, ass, straight booty. booty is sometimes good though. Nah, well, this is ass. This is <laughs> not good ass. Like, okay, terrible. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, I would say that. I would say that was like the best biopic that they could be made on them. Is it the For one sure. you talking about? Where is that an old one or a new one? No, nah, it's a little older. It came out in the two thousands. Okay. Yeah. Now the the one with Demetrius Ship, mm-hmm. that was still good. I mean, okay. of course, some some of the acting, you know. It's so crazy how much he looked like him. I know that's what made me think that was his real son. I know it's crazy. Yeah, like I don't, you know, that's rare that you can get that you would think that somebody had a faint same facial structure like face recognition. Yeah. As a, you know, all he had to do literally, he just had to uh, lose about. 10, 15 pounds in the face. Mm-hmm. And it would have been that. Mm. You know. Shout out to Demetrius Ship, though. He definitely did his thing. Yeah. He played uh, He played on uh, All-American as well. He did? Yeah. When? First season. First couple seasons. Hmm. He was like the uh, the neighborhood bully. Not oh. the bully, but like the... Oh, he did. Yeah. I remember. Okay. But yeah, shout out you're to right. Him. You're you know, right. You know, it just it feel good to talk about LA things in LA. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, a lot of the connections. Um, you're right. Yeah, but what's your thoughts on you know, Keefe D getting arrested for the murder of uh, Tupac? I think it's good. You know, they said that uh, he's responsible for obtaining the weapon that uh, killed him. Not that he shot him, but he provided. What took him out? And you know what's funny about that though? Mm-hmm. So the weapon that he got provided to him was provided to him by somebody that was allegedly affiliated with uh, Diddy. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah so that's all I'm saying. Deepens. Yeah, all these people they they literally they've been telling their sides of the story, mm. and it's all like everybody's stuff is lining up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, 
And you know it's bad when Puffy old security guard confirming stories. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I if anything, I can see them like um, finding a way to get them off. Not get them off, but where it really ain't associated with them. I mean, we seen what happened with Shine. Shine took that time for him. Mm. Everybody ain't Shine. I mean, I know that for sure. You know, but if he pay the right people, it might it might go under the rugs. He might have to go ahead and get that, get uh, take back them, them publishing rights for them uh, artists. <laughs> he gonna have to sell some stuff. That's not good. Man. But no, I only thing I do hope though is. I hope that that the puffy stuff isn't that true mm-hmm. because it it would really put a damper on his whole legacy. Yeah, that'd be like the ultimate like that's the ultimate most hated thing you can do is put some money on somebody's head and then you know not like that, but be acting like you you was cool with the person or you you had respect for him like years down the line. Right. You know that's. That's why I I wouldn't I wouldn't appreciate nothing like that. If you don't like me, or if we couldn't see eye to eye when I was living, don't you know? And you putting money on my head, allegedly. Don't uh, don't you know? Don't talk for no peace for me. Mm. I feel that. Mm. All right, so let me ask you this. Okay. If. If Keefe D is like convicted of uh, you know the murder, how many how many years do you think he should get? Uh, I don't know if he should get life. I would say he necessarily should get life. And he's sixty right now, so I would say about twenty. About twenty. Fifteen twenty years. Mm. Yeah, I would I would have said. I mean, I feel you. I'm I'm gonna say about ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he already 60. He didn't live the majority of his life, so. Things, the thing is, things catch up to you. Oh, for sure. It don't, you know, it don't really matter what time it do, because it will, it will catch up. Yeah. But, man, it's like, you know, y'all have to, y'all have the information for years. You know, I know you still take time to get you the line the whole scene up and put all the pieces together. Mm-hmm. But wow, 27 years of pieces. Yep. Crazy. So, uh, are people going to take back that they think that uh, Suge had Tupac killed? You think that theory is going to ever go away? No. I think it should, man. We got to put some I respect on Suge. I mean, like, who, uh, maybe he didn't, but maybe he, you, you just don't know. You can't put nothing past anybody, and I'm gonna leave that there for myself. Mm. Well, shout out to Shook. You know, hopefully, uh, his uh, he can get some type of reclaim to his uh, status. Mm-hmm. You know, because not like that. His legacy, you know, the legend of Shook has like tweeted down. You know, we still should be able to hold. We should be holding Shook up to the same level as a Dr. Dre. Uh, uh, Diddy, uh, uh, Jay Z, like you know, he he should have been, he was there. What did he do though? 
Win. I know. I know. You said win. Yeah, win. Oh, you said win as in win lose or win. No, when no when did what which like, time? What you thinking about? Did he produce? Did he? Oh, he was I, just an, he was an executive. He was a muscle man. That's what I thought. Executive. That's exactly what I thought. He was able to get his way in the music industry. Okay. Hey, hey, and he got he got uh some songwriting credit for Ice Ice Baby. That's that's great. Yeah. So. You know, he just had to do what he had to do. He stood on business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Let's go to another topic. Okay. All right. We're going to dip up out of here. And then we're... Oh, he said it sounds like the ocean. It's it's the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm coming right back. It's the traffic. Um, I don't know if I really want to talk about that, but... Is, does good food depend on the population of black people? No? No. I mean, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I was going to say, uh, well, we know that's 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 a no to that question right there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. Okay. Mona Scott. Oh, yes. Perfect. Let's talk about Mona Scott. Let's talk about Mona. We're going to talk about Mona Let's talk about Scott. Mona Scott Young. Mona Scott Young. Yeah, that was her name. Okay. Well, that's her name, yeah. Okay, Mona Scott. Yeah, let let me tell you this, Marisha. After you played that that clip from uh, the lip service uh, uh-huh. podcast, or lip, lip service the radio show with uh, Angela Yee and uh, the Jasmine Brand, yeah, I'm putting a lot of respect on Mona Scott, man. A lot of respect. Mm. She she's elevated. She told everybody she ain't got nothing to do with that show. Which I felt like she didn't. Um, and she'll make them calls. Now, where she went wrong and, like, everything that she was saying. Not where she went wrong, but where it just had me, like, raising my eyebrow. It's like, well, you got a team of women, black women, that run this Love and Hip Hop show. Mm-hmm. And they still continue to let this bullshit go along. Right. Like, I feel it, like. It's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Jesus Christ, is the money that good? Right. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Like, I was trying to figure out, do you be mad at her or do you not be mad, mad at her? She is a businesswoman. Um, she says she's seen it when we seen it because her hand's not on it. She's still involved in it, but right. not like she wasn't. Her hands, yeah, like I said, her hands wasn't on it. Right. She, anyway, her name is attached to it, though. But at first I'm just like, is that a cop-out or not? Do uh, your team respect you enough to be like, hey, is this good? You know, like, let me run this by you. Right. Or is it just like, I'm, I'm not saying they don't have respect for it, but I'm just saying. Um, or do they just have that amount of freedom or... Mm. I don't want to call it discernment or. I feel like they comfortable boundaries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like they 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 probably got the green light to make them calls. Yeah. Because you know just that outrage stuff. Right, and like, I know they didn't get they did their job. Right. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. So it's just like when we working in this society, and especially in TV, television, and stuff, you do stuff for the ratings, mm-hmm. and. They say um, any publicity is good publicity. 
or what is it? No, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. Because you're in a you're in a limelight. You can receive different things from it, whether it be detrimental or good. But it's just, it's how you spin it. Right. And in my opinion, they deserve a raise. Oh, gee. You know, because they did what they were supposed that's to That's why I told you. I told um, you Erica Mena will be back in two years. Well, you, we don't know that. She'll be back in two years. She she could be, or she could be, what is it? The um, You use somebody as an example. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, man. But, but what I'm saying by that is just like, we just waiting for the next one. Oh, for sure. You know, all like, okay, let's... Uh, shadow her What is it called Shadow, shadow ban her Or You know Whatever If they blacklist Erica Menica I mean Erica Mena I'm sure Somebody on Tubi One of y'all directors Get at her Cause she a great actress She is So um, Whatever Not whatever But And I don't, I don't like the fact How they let Let Spice get off With talking about her kids You wanna know something What I seen is that they did a panel mm. to talk about the situation. Right. But they didn't invite Erica Mena. I think that is unhealthy. I feel like you have to have everybody there. Everybody deserves a say-so or whatnot. Whether you believe them or not, but everybody should have been there on that panel. Right. Because when you have a debate, you have the people that's for and against. And in that panel there, and what I'm assuming is it was everybody against. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have balance. You got to have representation. No, so for sure. So it's just like, for sure. I wouldn't watch that panel. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't watch nothing with Spice in it anyway. Mm. I'd like, that's when they start adding certain characters to love and hip hop, that's when they got weaker and weaker. Like, I, you know. Who? I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but who knows you? Like, where where can I hear your music at? I ain't never heard of you before. Where you popular at? Stop, like, stop capping. Just because these people got 100,000, 200,000 followers Yo, on. listen, I know what you're saying, but, like, we may not really know who she is in the United States, but where she is from... She. That's true. So you you saying, saying love you, and hip hop trying to take her take our audience? They can. They could. Mm. That's how you do it. All right. That's well, how you do it. I'm gonna like do um, some. You know. We. I'm gonna do some research and I'm gonna see if uh how many monthly listeners Spice got. Yeah, I mean, like we gotta do our research, yeah. but you know everybody got their connections, whether you know it or not. You may not see them, but they may be there. Oh, yeah, no, nah, you know, i seen them. Like I told you, I was, you know, I've been around some of these love and hip-hop people, and, like, even just from the little time that was spent, I could, I can see why they was on the show, and then also, too, I could see why, like, oh, no, nah, you really not the character you play on TV. You actually a little bit, you way more chiller. Mm. You know? Yeah, so I don't want to go at her like that, but. No, nah, yeah, you right. But I, I'm just not going to say, act like she was innocent. You you don't talk about nobody else. Yeah, unless you, yeah. Unless you really, really ready to get the the repercussions of and, your actions. And that's the issue. Like when you you got to go to the horse's mouth to hear it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why, like in relationships, 
like you need to go to the to the source because you vent into somebody on a consistent consistent basis mm-hmm. or whatnot they can start to change their mind about the person that you're talking about right you know opposed to it being where you develop your own um your own opinion about somebody or something or whatnot. Right. But it, to me, it seemed like she talked to Safari and just like, oh, no, uh-uh. Right. You know. that's And that, to me, that's crazy in itself. Like, Yeah. And, but you know what? It could be true. But find out if it's true on your own. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm not finna. That's like me listening to another woman talk to talk to me about something that you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't finna listen. I'm not finna listen to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you you kind of, you got to take certain things for a grain of salt. Yeah. You know, if the person don't show you it to you personally, and, you know, when y'all interact, how you don't know that this information you're being told to you is a lie? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because could this person be jealous of the relationship you and this other person got? But now I done fucked it over because... Well, I didn't fuck y'all over because I ain't like y'all relationship. Right. So, man, the truth for, the truth for show itself, you know. <laughs> but I honestly, neither one of them was right in the in the grand scheme of things. But man, I just don't I don't agree with stuff that Spice do. Yeah. She wanted to be fake light skinned. I, I lighted my skin to show that it is coloration in the black community. Mm, you don't have to do that. Like, we, we know we what know it that. is. We, we know that. Like, man. We know that already. It's too obvious. Oh, uh, but, you know, let me, uh, I want to bring up something, like, spontaneous on you. Um, oh, okay. So, I did find this interesting because, number one, you told me about uh, Els the Don's post mm-hmm. and about how, like, how do you prepare yourself for grieving with a, you know, grieving with a loss of a grandparent or a parent? Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the great things that that I came across yesterday is the two young ladies that were our waitresses. They like grief podcasts, mm. and so to me, I thought that was interesting. Like because that's one thing that we never really talk about for real is how to. Uh, what what like what would you do to try to be okay with the situation that you know you're about to be hit with grief? Right. You know, death is a thing that we we can't prepare for or don't prepare for. But also time, also too, we just need to um, figure out what some healthy step, steps or formats to uh, you know see or treat people who who are dealing with gr- grief. Mm-hmm. You know it's. I thought it was dope, though. I, they gave me a whole new perspective on, like, you know, like life a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, man, I never thought about that. But she said Anderson Cooper has a podcast. Uh, I forgot the name of it. But, yeah, she she talks about grief. And then mm-hmm. um, another good podcast was um, she was telling me Elaine from uh, Seinfeld. She has a podcast as well where she um, interviews different people from around the world. Uh, world and it's called wiser than me mm. you know i took a, a deaf dying and lost class while Did i was you? in school yeah wow what they teach you uh 
I can't jog my memory right now. Mm. But, you know, you have to learn the stages, and uh, I have to go back over my syllabus. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I would... That might be a good book to, you know, if you come across it, that might be a book, good, good book to read. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I, like, seeing, uh, well, hearing about Lance uh, Post, it really did get me to thinking. It's just, like, how um, how to be okay with uh, not seeing somebody that you've seen or are you used to seeing or are you used to interacting with on a daily basis? It's like, um, and to what point? Because we talk about this not often, but we talk about this from time to time. I wouldn't automatically get get your number discontinued. Mm-hmm. Or my mom, like, I, you know, it's not on the, the phrase of where I would just be, like, calling to try to hit, hit a voice. But it's just so much of a normalcy to have that number there. Yeah. You know, it's like you're kind of wiping away the past. But also, too, I guess I'm kind of looking at it like this now. Um, it's, it's a lot of numbers in my phone right now, and I don't, uh, you know, I don't use them. You know, but I, I know it's different because it's like an uh, emotional attachment. It's a actual physical co- connection. There. Well, not physical connection. That, whoa, that's it's crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just interesting. Like, how do you deal with grief when you know that a loved one is about to pass? Right. What would you do to prepare yourself? If I know a loved one was about to pass? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think what I do, and I'm not saying it's healthy, I think I distance myself from it. Hmm. And just try to continue to live. It may seem selfish, um, but um, it's just like you may want to, uh, or I may not want to deal with it. Hmm. Like I don't, I wouldn't want to see it, so I distance myself. Nah, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause you know, you know how much of a control freak I could be. You know. You're not able to control it, stop mm-hmm. it from happening. So, yeah, I think it's the one thing that I think is crazy, right? Like, is the older uh, the older you get, or the older your family members get, you start seeing like how they facial features slim back down, mm-hmm. and it's just like the transition when you you watch you you watching somebody deteriorate. Yeah, but I guess um, in a sense to what you was talking about earlier. Maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, base our time like not our time but base our experiences off of like physical gifts and just be present in the moment with people mm-hmm. and let that be the gift. Yeah. Because if I'm a if I'm a grieve, I'm a grieve over these gifts, mm-hmm. these experiences. Right. You know, maybe we ain't gonna be able to do this again. But dang, remember the time when we did do this, right? You know, so hey, I don't, you know, anybody that's dealing with grief, you know, I hope you, you know, whatever you're doing to do, whatever you're doing to get like get yourself through it, I hope it's all in a positive uh, form. Yeah, you know, because 
dealing with grief and trying to indulge in alcohol or drugs or you know anything harmful it's you know the person that you lost or the person that you're grieving over wouldn't want you to feel like that and if they if they did they were selfish mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't be grieving for them yeah <laughs> I wouldn't say you shouldn't be grieving for them but don't go hard yeah. <laughs> cause you know life goes on like no you ain't drink 840s you were supposed to hurt your kidneys because I died. Like, yeah. What kind of request is that? You supposed to jump on the casket. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit more doable. I'm, I'm just, no, you don't want nobody jumping on a casket, breaking stuff, making the body flip out the casket. And That'd all that be stuff. crazy. Man, that movie was so hilarious. Death, Death at, at a funeral. funeral. Oh my gosh. Man. That movie was hilarious. Top tier. Top tier Martin movie. It was. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see the topic. I like that though. You know, I've been obsessed with death and, and dying for a long time. Yeah, because you're a dark person. Hey, I, I wouldn't say I'm a dark person. I wouldn't say I'm a dark person. I just, I recognize darkness. Yeah, you got dark humor. You, you I, love you dark know, humor. I do love dark humor. Um, I love dark humor. Speaking of dark humor, go watch a go watch a dark series. It's called Reptile on Netflix. Not it ain't a series, but you know it's a good movie though. Yeah, so far we didn't finish it, but it seemed like it was good. Yeah, I mean everything that I've been seeing, it was it was really well executed, really well. Yeah. Um, what's uh? So the last thing was acceptance failure. Uh, yes. So there was this video that I watched by Kel on stage. He's a pretty, he seems like a great guy. But uh, he was talking about how his son, he got kicked off the t- uh, a club soccer team or something like that. Mm-hmm. He got kicked off the school's team. But then he wanted his parents to uh, come on stage to get him a private coach. And he got back on a team or what? Both of them. He got back on them both. And Kevin Stage was basically saying, like, why can't he just accept failure? Because he got kicked off of them both. Because now, not only do he got to take him to his private lesson, he got to take him to his school, like the team school, mm-hmm. and then, a, then the club practice and whatnot, and it's, it's too much. And I was trying to understand it on both facets. And I'm just like, you know... The privilege that he has, he's taking advantage of it. Because mm. he knows his parents will do what they can to help him advance in whatever it is that he's trying to do. Yeah, I think it's a, a thing, too, where his son won't accept mediocrity. Yeah. Like, if I know I can be better and I can get the, the actual um, tutelage to get better, why not use it? Right. Like, why would I be okay with, with failure? Right. You know, getting cut from a team, that ain't, you ain't trying to experience that. And if you know you, you are of quality, mm-hmm. let me put in these albums. Let me, you know, let me show my determination. Yeah. But if you was to get cut and you're okay with it, that's fine. But he wasn't okay with it. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I like, know. I know. I'm just saying he wasn't okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
not I don't even know I mean it's fine yeah it is fine if if he was okay with it but I guess in a sense I'm just like well is that really something to be okay with you know do you do you not uh do you not think that you're worthy of being able to do something you know is it is settling for being cut you know is that is that a is that a good thing? Um, I think it's a good thing if you know who you are. Yeah. If you know who you are, I guess. And, I guess. And you know you ain't moving uh, too quick, quick enough, or you know you ain't getting these feet poses. However, these kicks off like you're supposed to. No mm. matter how hard you trying, it ain't coming. Mm. You know, some everybody ain't built for everything, and that's okay. Yeah, no, nah, you right about that. I, I don't know. I guess um, I was more like I was more intrigued by the internal drive that his his kid has, it, which it really blew me because I'm just like, bruh, not you, Kevin, on stage. Like I get it though. Don't get me wrong. I get it. You feel like you're running yourself ragged. You um, you know you got the the resources to provide your son with with his needs, but now you not that you mad that he did the work, but you mad that the work paid off, mm-hmm. you know. Embrace it, man. Just embrace it. Yeah, it's like a catch-22. Uh, yeah, man, like, because you'll be happy if your son became a famous soccer player. Now he got that $200 million. Yeah. You know, that $200 million was that little, you know, 30000 $30,000 for that, that coach worth it then? Yeah, but you know what? I think he'll be happy if he didn't do it. And it just shows how uh, determined he is to get better at the things that he pursues, you know. You know, he's not just going to do something and be done. He's going to do something, carry it out, and make sure he's done before he's done. Yeah, that post was uh, like a pasta, uh, not a pasta, like Papa uh, Papa Daddy post Mm -hmm. on the shot. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what type of post it reminded me of. Mm. Like, you happy for your son, but you not really happy for him. Like, you low-key hate. <laughs> you know. It's just like if only everybody had the privileges to, um, you know. Yeah. Like, ah, right, you want to do this? Oh, gosh. Okay, let's do it. Right. You know, I think that's what we here for. It's just like, you know how you have to, like, when you helping somebody up, you put your hand down so they can step on your hand and mm-hmm. your hands to go up. Mm-hmm. And then you can build a pyramid or whatever. You know, right. by having people stand on you. It's just what it is. Mm. You got to be that. You have to be that foundation. A lot of the times we don't want to accept it, but we have to be that foundation for others. Wherever you fit in that pocket, in that groove, that's where you are. Well, you got to be strong for he it. He better be cool with being the foundation. Yeah, he is. I he think better, he is. He better be. But that's that's basically what it is. Like, we don't want to be it, but it's just the way it's supposed to be. Man. Because that's how you're going to help the next person. Right. Next generation right. or next whatever. I know he wants his kids to get out of his pocket. Go ahead, you know. <laughs> he could be King Richard. He he like uh he like um uh, Will Smith so much. 
Will Smith might play him in the movie. Hey, you never know. You know, come on, Kev, on stage, listen to these words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me 30%. Oh, my goodness. He's getting on my nerves. Um, well, what's some, you know, what's something that's been on your mental this week? My mental this week? Uh just this house and you know hoping everything works out um other than that i look forward to this trip i'm i'm glad that we did it it's beautiful time beautiful vibes beautiful energy it's just it's just a good time and that's it yeah i say you know i'll say the same thing plus uh I got some work I need to catch up on. I'm I'm back off. I'm backed up on the work, so I gotta I gotta get back focused. But yeah, just oh man, it, when this home situation is finalized, I I would want to play the song "Breathe Again." Breathe, ah, or breathe again. That one. Breathe again. Yeah, I don't need the, I don't need the fabulous version. That's how I feel right now. Choking on the chicken bone. Huh. <laughs> That's how huh. I feel like with this house and stuff. Hey, one thing, one one great thing though too uh, is uh, that we still got time to do this talent show. Oh, yeah, we supposed to do the talent show. We, we, we can we can do it today. We got to figure it out. Well, we'll we'll make it work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the out. that's the only thing that's missing from this whole trip that we ain't did. True. The, the uh, space game did come out, you know. We 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 got some things we got to do today. <laughs> yeah, you know, we do. We got some games we got to win. Yes, we do. You know. But uh, you know, I'll say it's a LA trip, like you said. It's been it's been successful. Uh-huh. This week has been successful. And uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait to not go back. Oh no, man. I know. Although we go to the end of the road. But you know what uh, version I'm singing? What? Is it day? Th- <laughs> oh, the day 20. Oh, the bad boy. <laughs> the bad boys, Where yeah. everybody had their shirts. Man, yeah. come on, man. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm oh, singing. Man. That's how much passion I got right. behind it right now. Man, <laughs> I swear. I feel like we're going to have to put the clip right here at the bottom. Like. So you can just see, like, all these men singing to each other with their shirts off in <laughs> the road. That's some wild stuff. Hey, oh, wait, real quick. Real quick before we get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Is there any price that you will be well like, that somebody can pay you to get you on one of them type of reality shows? Yeah, shit. I'll be on it. I don't know if they going to be able to, like, keep me on it. Meaning, like, shit, people might not relate to me and be like, get her ass off. Like, mm. why is she here? Mm. But as long as they pay me before I, you know, get up in that mug, mm. I'm good, you know. Okay. I, I, I'm going to be me. And if being me get me kicked off, then shit, it is what it is. But just make sure you pay me my money. Mm, that's a fact. <laughs> That's definitely a fact. It don't matter, you know. Not it does. But what I'm saying is if I'm going to be on a reality show, I can't be just getting paid $1,000 a show. No, for sure. You know, I, I got to I gotta make some bread. No, that's for sure. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, I don't think I. I think I would only want to do, uh, like, nah. I wouldn't mind doing a scripted reality show if, if the audience knows that it's scripted. See, but that's the thing. The love and hip hop stuff be scripted. I know, but what I'm saying is like people act like it's not because they I guess they try to portray that it that it's right, real. That it's real. Right. But the um the Atlanta not Atlanta, the um The Husbands of Hollywood, mm-hmm. that was a good show and it right. was scripted. Right. But it's just like mm Mm. If if I'm gonna be on a truly re, a true reality show, um, I'm gonna get paid for being who I am. I ain't gonna switch that shit up. Mm. I, I can't. But if for a real husband of Hollywood, you could switch it up. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, right. I be myself sometimes, and then I have an alter ego. Be be your character. Okay, yeah. I ain't really mad at it then. Mm-hmm. Oh well, hey. Well, I guess this has been another episode of. Man over music. Or music over man. With your lovely host. Jakar. And Maisha. See how I did it different for you this time? Uh, it was great. It was beautiful. And, you know, we your favorite couple <laughs> podcasters. Favorite couple. Favorite couple podcasters. You know, um, this has been the vibes. We brought you uh, to L.A. with us. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what else to tell you, man. You know, it's just, it's a vibe all the time. No Krishan <laughs> Rock and Blue Face. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe all the time. <laughs> well, you know, we'll holler. We'll be back at y'all again with another week of Hot Not Topics. Yes. You know, stay tuned in, stay locked in, stay following. And we appreciate y'all for y'all time and viewership and listenership. Keep running up them subscribe, subscribe, keep running up them subscriptions, <laughs> them likes. Yeah. Um, you know, we are seeing all those things. Uh, make sure you like our page on Facebook, Man Over Music or Music Over Man. And listen to us live on Brown Sugar Radio. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. 7 p.m. CT. So mm-hmm. that's 5 p.m. on the West Coast. 8 o'clock on the dot on the East Coast. And if you don't download the app, you can check us out on brownsugarradio.info. Right. And, you know. All listens welcome. Yeah. But download that app. Download the app, Brown Sugar Radio, in your app store. And not only that, Brown Sugar Radio be playing the hits. Right. We've been vibing all, all morning. All morning. It's got it's had the morning lit. We done went from Old Town Road to uh the new one the new one the, the latest of the gospel. Yeah. Yep, to the old school. You know, some R and B. Yeah. You know, we it was it was busting. Yeah, it, it was, was busting. Yeah, I was just like, What's this? Brown Sugar Radio. Right, so make sure y'all tune in, you know, to Brown Sugar Radio. But for all Apple users, it's in the App Store, Brown Sugar Radio, the app. It's in there, you know. So make sure y'all follow it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get it, download it, yeah. play it, you know. It's and the one. Uh, cubs. Right, you know, shout out to the Cubs. Shout hopefully out to we, the Cubs. Hopefully we make the uh, playoffs. Uh-huh. But we right there. Um, yeah. Let's get out of here. We got things to do. We do. All right, y'all. We out. And we're out. Fuck that. Eight doobies to the face. Fuck that. Twelve bottles in the case, nigga. Fuck that. Two pills in the halfway, nigga. Fuck that. Got a high tolerance when your age don't exist. Man, I swear my nigga tripping off that shit again. Pick him up, then I said to me.
cold water than I order someone to bring them Vicodin. Hope they take the pain away from the feeling that he feel today. You know when you're part of Section 8 and you feel like no one can't relate. Cause you are, you are a loner, loner, marijuana. End office make you stronger, stronger. I'm in the house party, tripping up my generation. Sipping cough syrup like it's water. Never no pancakes in the kitchen, man. Not one of our lives is caught up in the daily superstition that the world is about the end. Gives a fuck, we never do listen unless it comes with an 808. My melody has some hoes. PlayStation has some drink. Technology bought my soul. Looking around and all I see is a big crowd that's product of me. And it probably relatives relevant for a rebel stream. Yep, the president is black. She black. Purple label on her back. But that tap is like, so she take it straight to the head. Then she look at me. She got ADHD. Hey, doobie, son the face. Fuck that. Twelve bottles in the case, nigga. Fuck that. Two pills in the halfway, nigga. Fuck that. Got a high tolerance when your age don't exist. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. She started feeling the stuff like no one else in this apartment. Beg your pardon. Oh, I rap, baby. How old are you? She say 22. I say 23. Okay, then we are crack babies. Damn, why you say that? She said, where my drink at? I'ma tell you later. Just tell your neighbors and the police relax. I stood up, shut the blind, closed the screen. Jungle trying, made to the back where she reside. Then she said, read between the lines. Yep, hope that I get close enough when the lights turn down. And the fact that she just might open up when a new foe start to drown. Everybody and I know the both of us really deep in the mood now. It's nothing we can do now. Somebody walk in with a pound. Oh, that Bay Area Kush. She looked at me, then looked. Had it, then she grabbed it, then she said, get it understood. You know why we crack babies? Because we born in the 80s. That ADHD crazy. Hey, doobie, set the face. Fuck God. Twelve bottles in the case, nigga. Fuck God. Two pills in the halfway, nigga. Fuck God. Got a high tolerance when your age don't exist. Like, whoa, whoa. Whatever you like, you can have.